so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. It's a new episode. Episode. It's a new episode of Ho Ho Hong Kong. I'm your host, Mohammed Magdi, sitting here back in my apartment. Did we record last week also in mine? No, it was in my apartment when we were talking about me not liking roller coasters. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to get into that because I got some feedback. Yeah. So just to let everybody know who have been commenting on how I'm like a little baby for yeah. not liking roller coasters. <laughs> baby is not the word that people use. I had three different people yeah. use another word. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's who, use who are it. you first? Oh, my name is Vivek Mahabani. <laughs> I am the guy on the bench at Ocean Park paying full price for nothing but just like a stable seat. Right, so if you're finding this episode because of our guest or the name in the title that is a very popular name and you're like, ooh, what is that about? You should go back. This is episode 126 or 7, whatever this one is. Go to one before. And if you don't listen to the whole thing, go to the last 10 minutes where for some reason we go completely off topic and I start giving Vivek shit for uh, not liking roller coaster. Exactly. and then you defend yourself. Muhammad likes a dictatorship where if he feels some certain of way about something, everybody should. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's how I grew up. It, like, fair it's enough. Like, it's very uh, top By down. By all means, yeah. pyramid boy. <laughs> pyramid boy, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, go back and listen to that. So, because we did this at the last episode, we have some uh, very uh, nice uh, follower people who are listening yeah. to the podcast weekly. I, I, I'm avoiding the word fans. I feel like it's such a douchey thing to say. Oh, well, okay. But I'll I think call, followers is even worse. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like we're some sort of religious cult. Exactly. You know? My followers and disciples, please yeah. don't Judas me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I had a t-shirt that were all over the road here, but I had, I had a t-shirt that said three new followers and it's just a guy with a racksack and three guys ah, just following there you go that's I pretty good I bought it from like Bangkok for a oh, dollar okay fair enough yeah, that's a, a pretty good it's one it's a very cute t-shirt oh, I'll take that <laughs> so when we had the whole thing about roller coaster and yes. we had people three different people call you a pussy yeah which could not make me happier that's okay <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm okay with you're that. right Vivek is a pussy I'm like yeah, nice I'll take it man <laughs> you, you, you say you say whatever you want to say but remember the day will come in Ocean Park it pays me like some sort of endorsement deal for what not taking the roller coaster to people who don't like amusement parks to come to amuse- amusement parks. What are you talking about? Dude, there's <laughs> another thing for people like me watching yes. other people go nuts on Rokos. That's a lot of fun. You want people to pay money to Ocean Park to not take the rides? Yeah. <laughs> it's a win-win situation, right? The line doesn't get longer. They're still getting admission tickets and I'm a happy guy. Why would people there. pay for that? Just like you go hiking, buddy. Why would you do that? Hiking is free, dumbass. (laughs) I think you're losing it. The time and energy you're wasting to hike up there, (laughs) the calories gone, the number of croissants you're going to have to have after that hike. Your arguments are all all over the place. (laughs) I feel like you're kind of losing it a bit. I definitely am. I'm sure after Jason Leung's show this weekend, I've probably lost it already. Yeah, your brain is going to fry after this one. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we're uh, actually, by the time you guys are listening to this, Jason Leong's show already happened. Yes. He killed it. Both shows. I yeah. opened on all of the shows. That's I right. I absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And right now, I'm uh, about to perform in uh, Singapore tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, if you're listening on the Monday, Tuesday, it's already happening right now as you are listening on Tuesday. And uh, But let's go back to real time, which is today is Wednesday, and we have a very special guest. I was actually thinking before we bring in the guests because yeah. someone was asking me like I was telling someone who the guest is and yes. they're like oh it's so exciting and you guys used to do a lot of guests and I said well okay because of COVID yeah. we kind of changed the format a little bit Correct. and then we got comfortable you and I and yes. then a lot of people t- seem to like it uh, that it's just uh, you and I just oh, kind of okay. catching up and well then I, we can tell our guests to leave today uh, that's, I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at. <laughs> We're just going to have his name Cheerio. with the title, <laughs> yeah. the name and the fancy place he Get them runs. to tune in just enough to get the hit. Exactly. And then we're done. <laughs> because now they're like four minutes and it's like, where the fuck is the yeah, guy? Well, yeah. We want to know what is the per- perfect egg tart recipe. That's what Correct. we're here for. Exactly. Tell uh, us what's the trick. What time does it come out of the oven? What time do you have to line up? What's the strategic I also, move? this is not even a joke. Uh, Liam Collette, everyone. Liam, you are the managing director for Big House, correct? Correct, correct. And we have been friends for a few years as well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you managed something else, but I have a very special request, first of all, from your neighbor, not your personal neighbor, that a friend who lives across the street from the Soho, ha- Soho Big House, she literally lives in the building where Katana is. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Upstairs. Oh. And she goes, I told her I'm, I'm I told her I'm interviewing you and she said, "Can you make a special request? Can you ask him to move the fuck away because she can't stop herself <laughs> from buying. No, from buying. Oh. <laughs> dude, same She's like, man. "Can you just ask him to move two blocks away so I can go down the street without smelling it and Going in like a zombie. Yeah, no. that, that bread smell. <laughs> like it was done on purpose. I know you had two, like two exits and entrances over there on purpose to so like the airflow. The number of times I've walked past the escalator, and I'm 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 in a good mood. I'm everything's good. And I'm like, <laughs> I did that. What is that? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I yeah, mean, the product is just speaks for itself, doesn't it? And the 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 queues. I mean, I've, I'm a recent joiner there. I've been there. Five weeks now. Uh huh. So that's um, wild. Oh my god! I'm putting on weight, hand over fist. <laughs> it's um, yeah. I've not still not finished eating my whole way through the menu yet. Yeah. What was the first uh, item that you chose to eat versus the things that they made you eat? Uh, I, I've been choosing the whole time, and um, <laughs> but egg tarts were number right. one. Then croissant. Yeah. yeah. Then the strawberry Danish. Oh my god! And then I got into the savouries, the chicken pie. Oh my right. God. <laughs> We're in trouble now. Look, I, you know, uh, I know um, uh, a lot of British people, and the, their favourite saying is "real men don't eat quiche." But well, mm. they haven't had a bakehouse quiche. Yeah, right. They it might is. have had a coronation quiche. Yeah. Well, for me, I can tell you this though. Like one thing, I definitely do after a long day. I know, all jokes aside, I the cho- double chocolate cookie. Yeah. That chocolate cookie, like to the point that Soho guys know that if I'm lining up. They already have the cookie in a bag waiting for me. And if I walk in and... You also no, live right there. I'm like, like two, just three like, minutes away from it. So yeah. it's even worse because now I have to pass it. There's no other choice. I'm not going to walk up the slope when there's an escalator. And <laughs> so therefore, yeah. My sister used to have an obsession with... She'd go through phases of obsessions about different things. Mm. And there was a bakery in Melbourne that was... One day they did, I think, uh, date. And one day was Sultana. Oh, no. Or uh, scones. Yeah. Mm. And she'd go only on the day of, uh, I think it was the date scones. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she had the best customer manner. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one day she said uh, she she got there and she noticed the lady was sort of reaching down a little bit lower. Yeah. And then uh, handed it over and it's in a brown paper bag and then she walked off and it was the other day's scone no. that saved one oh, for no. her. Just as a bit of a, <laughs> we don't really like you. <laughs> we want you to know. Yeah, you're not welcome back here, even though you've been making a lot of money for us, but yeah. still. Yeah. I'll tell you this though, Bakehouse has a smart strategy. Uh, like your garlic focaccia. Yeah. First of all, let me explain something. Well, have you ever had their, their focaccia? I have not, no. Okay, let me explain something. Yeah. They do it in a limited edition version. In other words, it's not there all day like the croissants and everything. Yeah. Like you guys have smartly done that where it's come to a point where I walk in there looking for a cookie and I see the focaccia, I'm like, damn. It's either <laughs> now or yeah. never, yeah. so I better buy this. That's another. Is that on purpose or just the, the ovens are limited? Uh, there's limited space. There's definitely lim- limited space, yeah. and certain things do run out, and it's harder <laughs> to. There's a long prep time for focaccia yeah. relative to others. Okay, but, okay. Um, I'll, I'll forgive you for that one. I mean, I, have, I, I, yeah. I was really like, because I love it to the point that I'll eat the whole thing on, on its own. Oh. So first of all, let me is explain something. So. It's a, it's a size of maybe two, uh, one and a half hands. Right. right. Okay, so let me explain something. So I go to Pure uh, in Soho at Kinnick Center. I work out, do my whole thing, and I'm like, you know what? I'll treat myself to one cookie. I go there. The guy tells me there's no cookie, but there's focaccia. And I'm like, oh, let's do this. Yeah. I go home and I'm sure he, like, he sees you coming up, and he just hides in a brown paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hides and he's like, see, there's no cookies. So if, if the day comes, I go to Bakehouse, and they give me a chocolate cookie in a brown paper bag, <laughs> I will never go back again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know Make what's sure happening. For you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'll take that. Are you, did you grow up like with a big like, on baking and stuff? No, no, not well. I remember my great grandmother and my grandmother used to you know, make cakes, and you know, you'd you'd be in there a little bit, but it faded. You know, as soon as I sort right. of moved out of home or anything like that. Because when I met you, you were doing you're managing Pizza Express in Hong Kong, which is also sort of baking. Yeah, yeah. I, I've really not moved far. Right. Yeah. Um, in, yeah. in recent career. Yeah. yeah. So one's got an oven with dough. The other's got an oven with dough. Yeah. Um, but very different phases of development and things like that. But I, I was actually curious. How do you jump to the highest position of a company? Like, how do you start as managing yeah. the rank? Because that means you have no ambition. <laughs> yeah. Here's when and I'll tell you how to right. do this. There is no way up anymore. There's no way. It doesn't matter where you are in a company. Everyone's got a boss. 
Ah. So do you have a, you yeah, have a boss yeah, though? Yeah, Who, who's yeah. the so boss? The, the two Investors. The two founders of the company. Oh, the founders. Okay. The so founders, I clearly yeah. I'm not in the business of business. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> you, you, it doesn't matter who you are in the world. You've got right. a boss somewhere along the way. Sure. You, you know, you've got shareholders in companies. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and I guess every book will tell you the ultimate boss is your clients and customers. You know. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say in our line yeah. of work, that's look, we both Vivek and I both have our own companies yeah. running promotions and running managing ourselves. But then the, our bosses are the customers. Yeah, because true. If they suddenly decide to not like us anymore, we're screwed. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, you know, you can't tell everyone to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, you, someone's got to. Uh, you got to make money somehow. Yeah. yeah. So Can I ask you? Oh, yeah. go, so I want to ask you like the. Because, okay, I, I go to Bakehouse enough that I've seen a lot of inside little things that happen. First of all, um, I do like the technique of the bag opening without just the simple, it's, it, it's, the, it's the flick. Oh, uh, there's a it's flick, that, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Was that in any way on purpose or simply just a thing that think, happens? I think it's just the knack. It's just the knack of it? Yeah. Because I think it's really cool. Like, I like that whole attitude of like that. Is like, everyone yes, doing it? Everyone, dude. Every single time, like it could be for one cookie for two, tw- twenty. Liam, is that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're asking all these. Yeah. Like they do that. Yeah, I, I, just I hope so. I I hope so. Right. I'm going to be looking for in the training manuals for yeah. the, the, the standard uh, standard operating procedure. How do you open a bag? Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that. I, honestly, because it, it, like when you go and then they do that, you're like, oh, these guys know their stuff. Yeah, like, uh, those bags are amazing though. Yeah. You walk around Hong Kong, oh, you can yeah. recognize it, right? Oh my god! Yeah, you know the level of branding has been brilliant. It's I mean, brilliant. you know the day has come when people actually go to the store and they ask for an extra bag, just for the bag. Yeah, like it's a matter of time. Honestly, like the number of people on Instagram taking photos of this because let's be very honest, the bag, the bag is free, right? Technically, yeah. so yeah. I, I can technically just well, walk in. <laughs> for well, the customer, yeah, for yeah, the customer. For customer, yeah, obviously. Now, to become a customer, <laughs> it requires some sort of payment, yeah. you know. Yeah. So go, whatever it takes. I bet there have been people I've seen where they actually ask for egg tarts and they want separate bags. They don't even want the box anymore. <laughs> they just want separate <laughs> right. bags for that, just so for you can tart. carry them around. Yeah, so for tart. Yeah, yeah. So for radar and take the photos of like I have so much stuff. It's like no, you have but three egg tarts. You go, you go back in time. Uh, people were doing that with Starbucks cups, you know, yeah. particularly oh, in yeah. China and things like that. Yeah, it was a status. Happens in Egypt, by the way. Starbucks well, is like a first date kind of place where you like when you want to impress your date, you take them to Starbucks. When was the last time you were in Egypt? Five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Is this new info or is this no, old no, info? no? It has been. This, like, I still have friends and family there. <laughs> it's taking, still the same. Taking people to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, never did, but like people do. <laughs> uh, also KFC and Pizza Hut and stuff. Oh wow. That is yeah. still a, a like you know I don't even remember the last time I was stepped foot in McDonald's anywhere yeah. in the world. That's like the Four Seasons. Yeah. yeah. In Egypt's like oh shit we're eating at McDonald's tonight. Let's Ooh. go. Yeah. Let me ask you like so what's the the okay so your way of working I can already see that the food F and B kind of well not really F and B but more like the the food well yeah Pizza Express is F and B technically right so yeah yeah it's F yeah. and B but was it always an interest or you got into it and you just started right. saying I I understand the game like what uh, got you into this this angle. So so I twisted sort of career, twists and turns. Uh, I, where did I? First job was working for General Motors, Holden, oh, in okay. uh, Melbourne. Uh, and that's where a, you're from. Yeah, uh, at an engine company. I was in the finance department. I did a sandwich year. Yeah. And I realised that the guys in the finance department, the best ones, had been to the big four, one of the big four, big five accounting yeah, firms back yeah. in the day. Mm. Um, and uh, so I thought, oh, maybe I'll go do that. And then I qualified as an accountant um, working for Deloitte in Melbourne. Okay. And then when I qualified, I jumped on a plane and went to London. And then I got a job working at a bank. Um, that wasn't the most fun job I've ever had. <laughs> but I learned a hell of a lot. I had a really amazing boss. Um, and I learned just uh, an absolute ton from him. And then global financial crisis came and they got rid of my boss. And I thought... Mm-hmm. Luck. Yeah. This is your background place. accounting? Yeah, so a chartered accountant. Um Me too. My what? Son, no, seriously. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, my, my major's accounting. Oh my yeah. goodness. I I would yeah, have I, never I, guessed I, that. No, yeah, but I put myself like mentally working in a bank and I I I never did it and I already contemplated suicide thinking <laughs> about working in a bank. I'm like, this is not for me. I'm not yeah. gonna do that. So I was working on, on cost reduction program. I yeah. was managing the, the projects from a finance perspective. Mm. But I got to got to work with all these different consultants from all over. Um, yeah, and you know, people would come to us with, you know, everything from crazy ideas to, you know, very sensible things. Um, but we had a hundred million quid to spend annually. 
um, on cost reduction, which uh, there was a saying at the time, cost walk on two legs. <laughs> so it was a lot of redundancies. Yeah. And right. It was a pretty dark sort of job from that perspective. And that's 2008, nine. Around that time, yeah. So you'd have to be the bad guy, basically. Like, yeah, you'd be yeah, looking yeah. at this, we don't need this, and that could be... Yeah. Just, yeah. So or you, you can be like that, uh, George Clooney in that movie. Yeah, Up yeah. in the air. That's sort of, you know, you kind of go and people... You're are, a ginger George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Hey, I, I, I do not endorse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the conversations were never that... Uh, that welcoming with people because yeah. uh, ultimately, you know, uh, cost reduction and productivity improvement. Anyway, I, I quit there when my boss left. But let me ask you this real quick. So you had to be the bad guy and deal with a lot of this. At, did you find that you enjoyed that or did you find that it was a real challenge or did you learn how to say the nice things, you know, about the bad well, I didn't. I didn't have to. I wasn't, it wasn't so much George Clooney is going in and talking to people. Um, it was more... All right, uh, working with people to work out uh, benchmarking. Um, this department does the exact same thing as this department, but this department's got forty percent more staff, and yeah. mm-hmm. they did the same sort of volume. Yeah. So it's like, well, maybe this one's overstaffed. Ah. Um, so it was, and then you'd be going down and talking to people. So did you get like a power trip? You walk in there, you're like, oh, <laughs> you and you and you. Yeah. <laughs> never, never, never got, uh, never got that bad. Ah, okay. But okay, then, okay. Uh, yeah, I got out of that because it just wasn't, it wasn't me. Yeah. And then um, dealing with the, you'd talk to people in the banks and they'd be like, Ugh. you get stuck here. You do yeah. Your thing, yeah. And um, when I did leave, a lot of people that I knew working in banks would say to me things like, Oh, and I was, uh, my next job was at Pizza Express and they were like, oh man, I'd love to do something in F&B, but I just get paid too much. Yeah. I'm like, you got one life here. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So who, like how did Pizza Express come about? Um, So you're in London. Yeah. You're firing people left and right. Yeah. And And then you're not liking it. And he goes into a pizza store. He's like, they're firing up the oven. (laughs) I could do this segue. I go, yeah. (laughs) But... Well, actually, uh, when I was at Holden, we had a foundry there as well. So they were essentially baking metal to make oh. engines. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've um, always been just like yeah. somewhere. You were something about fire. Fire, fire, yeah. fire. It's all about fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet you like if you did, went to like a feng shui master, he'd look at you and be like, uh, your sign is water. You're like, what? what? That doesn't make yeah. sense. And you then know, fire. You know, it's bullshit. You're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. fake ass you. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, give me the fire. real guy. Yeah. yeah. For 200, it's fire. Whatever you want. <laughs> your spirit animal is dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, actually I bumped into one of the partners from Deloitte um, where I worked in Melbourne and she had a connection with Pizza Express. I ended up um, meeting the the sort of chairman and then the finance director of the co- company that held it. And Was it Where's Pizza lunch? Express from? London. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, London. yeah it's UK, UK, yeah. yeah. And then the place, because like, yeah, because I remember when I was in UK in London as well, I saw that as well, and I think it was the original. Yeah, but yeah, the, so the whole cre- of the UK. I mean, mm. it is it's saturated huge, right? with yeah. Uh, so, but, but I'm curious, it's a massive though, brand when though. they did meet you, was it just they were just curious about you, or you were you were looking for something? I was looking for something. I left and was just looking for a job, and uh, I got talking to sort of some of the senior guys and told them some of the things that I've been working on. And they're like, look. Um, you know, it's not lift and drop, but it's similar themes. We mm. need to improve our sort of productivity. So working out, you know, where are we overstaffed, you know, and where are there opportunities to put more stuff on to drive more sales? Yeah, so optimization. Like yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, you know, the themes are similar, but the application is so different. And then working in F&B, F&B people, just so much more fun. Um, There's a bit of creativity there as well that, you know, they're open to that. People were uh, pulling, you know, yeah, you know, this is how we do it, but... Uh, come in, let's have a look and see if there's other ways that we can we can do this differently. Would you say the level of bureaucracy was very different from the banking industry? Because that's the one thing I notice whenever we're with any sort of financial thing, the bureaucracy level yeah. of like, that's how it is, this is our boss, that's, we don't change none of that. I, I was amazed. I'm like, oh, gee, we, we've just changed something. Less than a week, I'd uh, put out a, a new marketing thing. I'd given them and I'd uh, looked at something and said oh 
why don't we do a, a deep discount on this sort of day? And it, it, it went gangbusters. I'm like, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, within a couple of months, I had uh, a pizza on the menu that uh, I'd been talking to one of the chefs. Like, I really like this pizza. Can we, uh, do you think we can? Yeah. Uh, and this it, was, up, yeah. it was something from Melbourne, essentially, that, uh-huh. I, that I just Wait, so you redone. just kind of cr- like... So like, I missed like created the pizza. Yeah, I'm like I miss this pizza that I used to have at home. Yeah, and what Can is we, it? Uh, that was uh, you'd love it. Uh, what is it? Is <laughs> pork it bacon? And, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's, uh, of course. Lots, lots of sausage on it, yeah. and uh, sort of, and then they put a bit of a spin on it. Put some uh, fresh uh, mozzarella on there as well, mm. and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And they became yeah, your your creation. So, yeah. so you would say you enjoyed the idea of that you would go in there with these ideas and it wasn't just like, oh, I threw it out there and whatever happens, whatever the boss likes. It's like, they're like, yeah, great, let's do it. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. And people were, you know, and at, at that stage, I think they were in a process of really professionalizing. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the ideas that I had were coming from, you know, really professional places. What was your role at, at Pizza Express I first? started off as head of finance mm. in the UK, just looking at the UK business. Right. Um, and uh, when, I, when I started there, I was told, oh, the finance team, set the budget, we'll never win team of the year. And mm. the last year that I was sort of running the finance, we won team of the year, which was uh, <laughs> no. quite, quite rewarding. Uh, right. yeah. it, was a, it was a really just hardworking team and mm. the, the bloody IT team had win it every year. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was I bet you they just satisfying. rigged it. What, who was <laughs> the IT well, team for like yeah. a program? The, the, the team, the, a lot of the um, team voted and it was like, why are the team, they don't deal with any of the yeah, head the real, office. Yeah. Except occasionally they deal with the IT team. So yeah. you vote for the people you know. Yeah. So the IT team used to win all the time. Yeah, How yeah. did Hong Kong come in the picture then? Then fast forward a little bit, I got involved in our, the international business. So one of the first places we went was, uh, well, that I went was India. Hmm. Um, so Mumbai, when we just launched. But back then India didn't have Pizza Express yet. No, right? we just launched. Um, so I, I was doing sort of one day a week getting involved in the international business mm. and the first sort of trip I took was India and mm. uh, it was a joint venture and yeah, I mean, India is just an amazing place. Yeah. Um, and then I got more. Was a lot more. of people excited to eat something with their hands without anyone judging them? <laughs> <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. Man, <And> we <laughs> had chili flakes on the table and yeah, um, yeah I did see one bloke who just... It was a literally a container of chili flakes, yeah. and on one pizza he emptied the whole container. <laughs> so this He's is what like, I do. Not spicy enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Take I the mean, hint, guys. <laughs> come on. Yeah. The question is, how That's often great. have you seen customers come in and they see the the little chili flake jar and open the whole lid and just pour it over? Yeah, yeah. Right? That's what he did. That's what I would do as well. But with Parmesan cheese. I'm not a chili yeah. guy, but cheese. Oh, right. ho, ho, ho. Yeah, give me that big full jar. I'm like, oh, you, you made a wrong move, buddy. Well, uh, we initially were putting out, you know, the wet wipes. You see them, you see yeah. them yeah. a lot in Hong Kong. Are they back at the moment? Oh, the wet wipes, dude. We have upgraded to the point, like, every bag in Hong Kong has wet wipes and alcohol wipes and yeah. sanitizer now. So, yeah, yeah if, you, if you show up with wet wipes, they're like 99.7%. I got better stuff than that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had, um, uh, we were giving out wet wipes in the beginning when we first started. It, but you're just like, where are all these wet wipes going? <laughs> yeah, people because people are just, just pocketing them. Yeah, yeah. Could I get some more wet wipes? Oh, welcome to welcome to this side yeah. of the world, buddy. <laughs> and then um, our, our partner said to me once, uh, "Oh, we've um, we've done a a uh, a real productivity saving." I'm like, "Oh, tell me." Mm. Yeah, we used to have this guy who uh, would stand at the back door, and uh, when a delivery came, he'd let them in. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, "Okay, great. What uh, what did you do?" Uh, we got a, uh, a security sensor. I'm like, do you mean a doorbell? <laughs> <laughs> and they got rid of a guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then I went to the head office and they had uh, not one but two T-boys. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm of like, why, why have we got T-boys? Yeah. Like, Full time. We need, yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. uh, Okay. So from my experience, I've seen my, my uncles and everything. In India, it's so common, for example, like depositing a check. There's the check boy. Like, you don't go to the bank and deposit it. You Just have this boy, boy that, yeah, the boy will do it. Like, it's one of those things, right? Well, right. Uh, uh, it's basically creating employment. Um, Correct, yeah. Sure. And, uh, oh, that never happens in Hong Kong. The, well, <laughs> the, um, the, you know where you pay a toll there's yeah. a sea link in Mumbai uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I went there just sitting in the car and 
they'd, they'd place the guy really high so you couldn't actually pass your money up to the guy. Yeah. So there had to be a guy in the middle who passed the money. <laughs> so and then there was a there was a toll uh, there was the yeah the boom gate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the boom gate didn't work that fast, so they actually had a guy standing it, in right? front of yeah. the no, he'd stand in front of the boom gate. Yeah. And the boom gate, he was basically the boom gate. Yeah, yeah, he would stop the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so instead of having one guy, you had three guys. So when you saw that, did the old redundancy guy that you, you, were, you were like, this needs to go. Oh, I'm writing letters just, to every department. It just made me so angry. Right. You know, yeah. just from the productivity side of me, he's yeah. like, this is just wrong. And, you know, you know you can fully automate it and you know it'll be a better customer and, experience. And if you were to outsource that kind of idea... You're in the same country. Exactly. <laughs> they would let, these are the people who are doing it every yeah. for every other country, but they're also like, no, don't. don't. Well, the, the car in front of me uh, kind of bent down once. Mm. And um, I thought, oh, this is odd. And then so there's a bit of a backlog. And then one, two, three go through. And then uh, uh, he sort of pops up and he just floored it. Ah. <laughs> Two guys jumping out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get like get uh, too uh, far off from where where we want to talk about. Oh but yeah. So yeah. Then I went to. Uh, uh, so I started working more and more on the international business, and right. then uh, we actually launched in Beijing as well. After that, and then we got. And that's the first first shop in mainland. Uh, or no, greater there, was, China. there was already in Hong Kong and Shanghai, Shenzhen. Okay. Um, but they were a franchise business. Right. And um, we went into Beijing because it was a private equity-owned uh, businesses that wanted to sell. And they thought there was a good chance to sell to Chinese private equity. Mm. Um, but a stronger sort of sales story if we launch in Beijing. So we launched in Beijing. So ended up going out of Beijing a bit. And then um, we ended up being bought by... Uh, a Chinese private equity firm mm. and then we bought out the Hong Kong business and the Shanghai business and then I moved out to Hong Kong to run the Hong Kong business right and uh, everything outside of mainland China essentially and what and everything in Asia you mean uh, Asia Middle East yeah. so I had company owned stores here Singapore and UAE mm. so I had to go there for a fair bit and then franchise stores in Kuwait, we got into Philippines, um, Indonesia. Which com- was it Americana in Kuwait or Al Shire? Al Shire. Okay, yeah. yeah I big, used to. I used the to big work. Boys. Yeah, the big boys. They're I amazing. Used, I used yeah. to work for the company that makes uh, furniture for the chain restaurants, and they're based in Shanghai. Yeah. And I was the region manager for the Middle East, so oh. all of these guys were my clients. At, so that's like. 10 years ago God. so I would just go to the Middle East and do inspection on like the Americana guys like KFC and TGI Fridays and stuff like that oh, it's a lot of money in that business there in the Middle East it's crazy how how much they care about like the the fast food now, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm curious though when you go to these new places especially with pizza how much of there is there education to the the audience as well like I'm thinking Hong Kong growing up over here the only pizza we really knew mm. was Pizza Hut and Spaghetti House at best and when Pizza Express came in they were like, oh, we got this type of pie. We got like the, the thin crust. You're like, well, ho, 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 what? Yeah. What was the difference? I have no idea what the... I, I just know cheese and dough. That's all I know. And yeah. did you find there was a lot of that where people would come in, they didn't really understand? When you go into new markets, uh, a lot of... Uh, Pizza Hut has broken uh, a lot of ground for people. So people understand yeah. pizza, I think, globally. But people are used to eating uh, pizza out of a cardboard box. Yeah. That's kind of what they know. And Domino's certainly cemented that as well. Um, pushing that uh, around the globe, so, but I think all foods, uh, people's palate always moves towards something that's more authentic. Mm-hmm. So, and there were, you know, bits and pieces. So if you go into uh, certainly Shanghai uh, for mainland China, there's a lot of sort of authentic and Neapolitan style pizza oh, yeah. places there, and have been for quite a while. Mm. Um, There's this place, Home Slice, in Shanghai that has opened when I was there. Oh, I they do like that. American style, like big pies and stuff, but they're killing it. I think they're still doing really well. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Last yeah, Shanghai people know now, like, you can't just have a pizza hut. We're like, that's pizza. They're like, no, we know. But you go into some of the smaller places and they've got, uh, is it Caesar Pizza? They were famous in... Little Caesar? Southern. Not Little Caesar, Caesar. Just Caesar. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. The Caesar himself. This is a Chinese brand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not messing around that. with the little one. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. But uh, I think it was Caesar. And, um, but they pioneered the durian pizza. Ah, oh, yeah. of course. Inevitable. 
<laughs> it's a yeah. matter of time. Yeah. Also, if you are listening to this episode right now and you're like, where the fuck is Big House? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are 100% right. We will get to it. Yeah, relax. This guy is so interesting. Yeah. That we want to learn about every step to let him to Big House, but please stay on the episode. Yeah, yeah, we will talk about it's Big House. It's on the to do list <laughs> to get exactly. to. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, so, okay, so you're here managing Pizza Express, and that's how. Uh, when did you move to Hong Kong? Uh, so, seven years ago, I'm coming up on uh, PR. Hey. Oh, you haven't had PR yet? Uh, actually, I think it might have been, yeah, it's around now. Uh, so, around now? Yeah, this, this is how successful forms. you have to be. Exactly. When you're like, oh, I got you don't PR, even care you know. about yeah. PR. I got bigger problems to deal with, man. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I went to the website and it looked like it was hard work. Yeah, it really, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it actually oh. is. Oh, while well, managing Pizza Express is yeah. easy work. Like, yeah, <laughs> God forbid you got to fill a few forms, man. Well, the forms are fine, but then they're like, oh, give us the evidence of this. That's this, where, and that's this. where I'm the, like, oh. yeah, that's where the optimization version, you're like, why do you need evidence? Have you seen my name card? Do you know where <laughs> yeah. I work? Have a pie, yeah. buddy. Have a pie. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you, you walk into immigration with like a freshly baked like sourdough or something. <laughs> These guys are even like, a oh, bakehouse? And you're like, not a bribe. I actually work here. Just stamp this. Yeah, just stamp this. Exactly. They're like done uh, and done. Just so you know, the, the voice you heard is Vivek Mabavani. And yeah. I do not endorse anything he's saying right now. <laughs> exactly. I don't have my PR yet. So I do not stand for bribery. <laughs> I don't think you should walk into Immigration Tower <laughs> bribing anybody. I think you should follow the law. Yeah. And I think you should fill in the forms of and course. be an upstanding citizen. <laughs> Liam, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, if, but if I walk around with a bag and... Yeah, we're gonna it depends do, right? on the kind of bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. About a bakery bag. Yeah. When you just say a bag, that sounds even worse. <laughs> With the bag, that's true. <laughs> exactly. That's true, yeah. I'm sure they're going to charge me money. <laughs> oh, even yeah. worse. It's not helping at all. No, it's yeah. not the imagery is not shifting at all. A, I'm sure I'm going to be charged a fee for PR. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hong yeah. Kong, buddy. Like, yeah. Nothing's free over here. But it's yeah. the last fee. It's permanent, right? Like, well, after that. Well, and then you got to make sure that you don't every stay three away years, too long. Yeah. It's every three yeah, years. So basically, yeah. 36 months, you got to keep coming back. But you, you can do like your sister. You stay here for yeah, like half an hour. Or yeah, yeah. You can literally just come in, get out, chop, chop, and go back in. You're yeah. done. Yeah, Where but does still, she live, though? She's in UK. Okay. But she has to come back every... We're, we're born in Hong Kong, but we still have to come back every three years just because we're not Chinese. But even... Didn't they change it now? No. Uh, they actually changed after 97 where if you don't have any Chinese blood or nationality in uh. you, you have to come back whether you What if you have like, a Chinese wife? No, wife doesn't. I do. What? Yeah, the kids won't. I will still have to. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, it's, it's absolutely racist law, but you're like, yeah, what are you going to do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. usual disclaimer. The oldest opinions are... I think all the laws are reasonable. Exactly. And yeah, I yeah. think they should discriminate <laughs> against anyone who's not Chinese. Yeah. Because uh, Hong Kong is... Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> all right, so, so uh, Pizza Express, I remember even working with you guys, Pizza Express, when you had the launch of the Sai Poon branch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what they did is, okay, there was a party. Oh, I the was one help- that closed down? I don't know about that, no. but like basically, yeah. <laughs> so they actually had the party, and I remember it was the launch of that store, and also it was kind of a get-together for friends and family or whatever, and I actually brought one of my aunts as well to join. She's not the type of, you know, you have some family that just don't go out. They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine at home. I'm like, trust me, this is good food. No, you can bring it over. I'm not going to go there. She came with us that night, and she was like, wow, this is what people do? This is pretty good. And like, she lives in Hong Kong. She lives in Hong Kong. she's just like... 50, 60 years. Right. She's gotten to that point in her life where she's like, I'm comfortable at home. I don't like going out anymore. But I insisted because I was like, I'm going to be emceeing. She's never seen me do a show right. before. And I was like, you get free pizza? She's like, all right, fine, I'll do that. Yeah. So I remember that night. And then after that, we the one that was the most impressive was the pizza bake-off where you guys had your members or basically your... Uh, what do you, what, what did Peace Express call? Yeah, yeah, it was I think a club. Yeah, it was club. a club, yeah. And yeah. then they would basically bring their families, parents and kids, come watch a pizza bake-off where they get to vote which pizza they prefer. Mm. And between... Oh, that's so fun. It was very cool. Was it, oh, was yeah, it your it was idea? Yeah, well, yeah, I'll take all credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> At this uh, point, why not? I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd come yeah. up with ideas and the team would have to just go, hmm. Oh, right. All right, let's, let's make this better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fine. It's He's something like, that we're prepared to yeah. do. Liam comes in, I want uh, fighting. And they're like, right. oh, God, here we go. I think yeah. one yeah. cultural difference that I have always like kind of grappled with is that in when I was living in China and here a little bit as well is that when you're the boss when you're managing people and you have an idea no matter how wacky it is they tend to always go like all right well like they would be afraid to push back a little bit did you struggle with that like as in like I know no one is really pushing back on like ideas yeah uh, at times uh certain people I I don't know for want of a better term unlocked 
Right. Um, and certain people are probably unlocked a little too well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now they're uh, like, every idea you say, they're like, that's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should not say that yeah. to people. He's like, good morning. No, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, man. You're like, hey, can you go back to being a little <laughs> bit more Chinese? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just yeah. obey the yeah, boss. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really don't like that. And uh, I know that some of my de- my ideas are not great. Right. You know, and, you know... Uh, they, they're not going to progress much more than a bit of a conversation. Right. Um, so I'm fine for people to sort of push back. Yeah. It's, it's not the easiest to unlock. Uh, Did you yeah. hear that Liam's colleagues at this point in your yeah. life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just uh, saying. So, okay, wh- how did Big House come about? So you're running Pizza Express, blah, blah. And you joined five weeks ago. So when did yeah, Big so House come in the conversation? So I finished up at uh, Pizza Express uh, towards the end of last year. When you say finish up, like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, com- the, the whole company's been restructuring. Mm. Um, so so I, clearly someone is walking up the stairs with pizza and yeah, Yara is yeah. smelling yeah, it. Yeah. And she's like, uh-uh, nuh-uh, that's not Pizza Express. Yeah. I can tell it's not. We don't want to know yeah, that. Yeah, my dog who is usually silent for yeah. some reason. <laughs> Decided that uh, she's she expressing herself. <laughs> Look at what I did there. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So Pizza Express basically, you, you decided at some point, you're like, okay, enough's enough. Maybe I want to change. Yeah, you optimized so everything possible. No, 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 no. There was still plenty. Uh, I think there was a, a lot to go at, but um, yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, change, I can understand. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. Time I mean, to, like, time to move on. Just twelve years. Yeah. Twelve years. I think honestly. Yeah, uh, in ho- you know, it was great, great to have uh, done everything that I did. The opportunities I got were fantastic. Yeah, and uh, turns out it's been a great time to leave as well. Yeah, and did Big House poach you, or did you? Uh, I had been in contact with the guy, the founders of Big House for a while, just sort of chatting away. And, and the founder is it the guy, the guy whose name is on the bag? Greg, the French, yeah, yeah. the French name. Greg. So Greg is a. Um, uh, it was the Four Seasons pastry chef. All oh, right. Um, and they started uh, started the company ten years ago, um, and it started as a sort Supplying of for hotels, right? Yeah, yeah wholesale. Mm. So, and his business partner Fred, um, and yeah, they launched the company, um, and then f- about five years ago launched One Chai, so a retail offer, and that just went gangbusters. When did yeah? When did they start? I feel like. I've been here for four years. Yeah. And I feel like they only exploded like three years ago. I think... Like COVID, I think basically. There was, a, there was a tipping point probably pre-COVID where mm. it started to get really popular. Yeah. And but my memories of the line was the line was really big for dining for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And takeaway, because I lived around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Like, Takeaway is quick, bang, 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 you know, mm. bang and get something. Yeah. Maybe and it's the Soho one that's so like, I have a... Yeah, like so the Soho one, I can yeah. tell you this. I, I got to know the Soho one before the Wan Chai one mm. because like, I passed by number one. And number two, I saw a lot of articles about how oh, this the, the chef used to work for a season and supplies hotels. And you're like, oh, la, 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 let me mm. eat some of this. And you walk in, you're like, oh, God, this is going to be like $50 for like a croissant sort of thing. Yeah. And then you walk in, like, oh, okay, this seems all right. I think the, the price point was just genius. For sure. I mean, yeah. Absolute affordable luxury. Is yeah. Where I, I, and proper affordable luxury. Though. And I think that's the thing initially, because remember, you're jumping from people who are used to $5 egg tarts mm. to like a $12 egg tart. I right. remember paying um, for bread at one place and they, they're like, how much bread do you want? And they sliced it mm. and then they weighed it. And Whoa. I'm pretty sure I paid $40 for four slices of yeah, bread. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm like, what? I've never seen a big, is it like a super high-end one that you weigh? It, it didn't feel super high. <laughs> yeah. It f- certainly felt heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the scale felt heavy. But right. I mean, I'll give you Crumbs. this though. Honestly, like, because my first time trying Bakehouse and I had read some articles of all oh, the egg tart and the croissants, those are the, the, the key things you got to mm. try, the signature things, right? So I remember going down there, first of all, the fact that I lived nearby gave me the edge of being able to go there at nine in the morning after I wake up and I'm like, let me get some of the freshest food I can get, right? Yeah. I get that and go back home and eat it. And I know half of the good taste came from knowing that I beat the crowd. <laughs> that just made it taste better, yeah. right? <laughs> However, I will give you this though, is that I've eaten croissant before and usually you're so used to like, oh, it's been sitting there for a while or whatever. And when I ate it, I was like, huh, this is not sticky. This is not, you know, the, the gooey kind of thing. This is actually like, I can feel the flakes. Mm. And the weird thing is that I'd never eaten something like that and not at home. 
basically, I've eaten it at fancy restaurants. Like, oh yeah, well, duh, it's supposed to be. Where you have the expectation. I think what it blew me away the most is that I didn't have that expectation. I came home with that and said, like, hold on a second, this should not be this flaky. This should mm. be so- soggy and gooey. And then yeah. after that, I'm like, oh, this is it, man. This is this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it- you want things that are freshly baked and yeah. things like that. So, I mean, the the fact that there's a lot of demand and things just keep turning over, everything's yeah. fresh all the time. Yeah, so well, uh, makes I, a huge I, difference. I feel like a few questions that would come, like if someone is talking to, if an, a regular listener would have the chance to ask you questions, I feel like some questions would be like, okay, a lot of bakeries have like, like the typical answer to like what makes it so good is like good ingredients, high end, like blah blah blah. Do you have another secret in terms of of why it's consistently good? It's the flicking of the bags, dude. I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, uh, it's all those things. It's good ingredients. Mm. Um, it's quality control. It's ensuring that it's being made the same uh, consistently. So, I mean, consistency in F and B is mm. just it, it, it's make or break. Yeah. Um, I've always been told. Uh, there is one strategy in F&B and that's operate well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so important. And then the freshness of, of things. So it being um, uh, cooked and then sold really quickly. In what between. do you guys do with the leftovers if there's leftovers at the end of the night? Uh, we certainly make some donations to Feeding Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Have you thought of making donations to your friends? (laughs) 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 Like you walk in, you're like, hey, guys, (laughs) (laughs) just wanted to say there's an audio recording. (laughs) I just want to show you. (laughs) Every night is the same. They're like, he's back again. When does the Soho one close? (laughs) Nine. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Not for you, buddy. (laughs) When they're sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so how did that, because the egg tart, as far as I understand, is not the traditional recipe that the Hong Kong, the traditional Hong Kong one has. Has, or the Portuguese one. It's quite a different thing. So the 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 base is uh, sourdough, right? Well, it's much more the the, the croissant, one, right? Oh. Croissant, yeah. croissant pastry. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it's probably not the right term, but uh, mm. yeah. So I bet you some like bakery connoisseur is going like, "Oh, this guy knows nothing." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, certainly that's that's different, and then yeah, secret, and that's the se- secrets, secrets above the one. Gregoire. Gregoire, yeah. that's his his creation? Yeah, yeah. Because to me, that is just like mind-bending, how good that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I must say. Yeah, it's it's the hectares yeah. particular are I crazy think, good. Oh. So this is what I'm That's curious. actually my friend who lives across the street. That's the one she struggled with the most. Yeah. She just like w- stops by and gets like five. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of the Uzu donuts the other day, and I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah, the, <laughs> the chocolate donut as well, that's, that's pretty brutal, man. It's like... It's, it's it's really good to the point you're like I'll have half you know you won't you're gonna have the whole yeah, thing no is there the you have uh, ba- Causeway Bay uh, yeah TST one chai. TST and one chai and, and so correct and uh, Stanley there's a really oh. small one in Stanley oh okay see I if you can find it Ooh, okay I will <laughs> is look it like for inside it. Uh, inside a ball or something <laughs> no it, it's um. God, uh, I need to describe we'll, the street we'll, better we'll check it out I, yeah. I, I'm gonna make it my adventure when I go to Stanley, I'm going to definitely look well, for Well, I'm sure you'll be there for Dragon Boat. Yeah, we'll go see. I'm sure by that time you'll see people with the bags. They're like, okay, sir, yeah. where, where's, where'd you get that from? Tell me where. All right, so let me ask you this, though. Okay, people who are in F&B, how many of them actually are people who really like the food versus just there for the job? Because I find with F&B, there's a certain level of passion you have to have as yeah, well if you want yeah, to be in yeah. that. Like, You've got to be a bit of a nut. Yeah, exactly. You have to have that. Well, not that everything should have nuts because in case of the allergies. But the point, I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. Because I find that certain creative fields, you can kind of get away. But certain things you can't. Like, I think F&B is one of those things that you have to thoroughly enjoy because you're surrounded by it. You know, you can't pretend. Like, for example, uh, with comedy, you can pretend to be a lover of comedy, but actually you just want to get the the, the spotlight and feel the ego uh, massage and everything. But with F&B, I feel, isn't that the case that if you don't like it and you really don't enjoy that F&B, it's going to kick you out naturally yeah yeah you're not going to enjoy it um i think if you're a chef you've got to have some it's level brutal, of, right I yeah mean, you've got to have some level of passion behind it yeah mm-hmm. um similarly you know in pretty much all areas of it the only area that i've seen people that don't <laughs> 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 that, that that seem to get away with it is probably marketing uh, some, some yeah. people from marketing and it's typically the less successful marketeers yeah are the ones that are just trying to blag it. 
Well, if sure. anything, I would want marketers who don't like our product because they're trying to get rid of it. They're trying to get it out of the, the company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just don't get it. Yeah. They don't get it. They don't get it as much. And, you know, I think that that shines through yeah, when yeah, people yeah. don't. You know, there's nothing worse, um, and I've certainly not encountered it in Bakehouse, but mm. I I really hated it when whenever you'd sit down with another employee at Pizza Express, and you know it was very rare, but occasionally they'd say, oh, "I don't eat pizza." And you're like, right. like yeah. What are you? Yeah. What, 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 what are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, even this, like, if if you're in a shop where it smells like something you don't eat for twelve hours or yeah. whatever, that's but that's torture. They'd often be in the head office, right? Um, and you'd be like, "Yeah, what what are you doing? Yeah, you're spending all this time working yeah. on pizza. Oh, it's just a job. Just a job. I pay my bills and stuff. That one of yeah. So yeah. three questions about big house products that are gonna go get from easy to difficult. The easiest one is, uh, what's your best seller? Egg tart. Egg tarts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And do you have a volume, like a number of egg tarts, roughly, obviously? I know they limit how many you can buy at a go. Oh, they do? Yeah, dude. Like, because, like, he seems so to so learn about this. Just <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it, it is fair because like, there have been people... Are, like, you, are you worried about people no, it's reselling been, it's, them? It's, well, yeah. Really? So if you... Um, uh, particularly the TST shop, mm. um, I'm pretty confident that there are people... Um, Putting it online across the border. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not I par- parallel import. What? Oh, absolutely, yeah, dude. Yeah. But I mean, it it won't be that good in like six hours. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I mean, six hours is a long time. But yeah. still, you can you could do it in an hour. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have a yeah. Because I, I remember I bought them once at like seven p.m. Because my family had just come and like you should guys you guys should try the egg tarts and then and next time I'm like I should get them in the morning. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> They're not admit. as good. I'll, I'll Sorry. Admit. So I'll admit the the yeah. one thing the one issue I have is the chocolate cookies after 7 p.m. I can definitely feel the difference. Yeah, oh. it's been sitting there. I don't blame it. It's my fault for take, getting it late. But there, I every, mean, that's not even big house fault. It's just any baker. It's just time, right? dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I mean, what it's are you gonna time. do? Well, we'll we'll have a look at the schedule. Okay, I can definitely yeah. tell you that because I, every time I've ever had co- the cookies after 7 p.m., it's always cut a little. A little bit more powdery, doesn't have that that crisp edge to it. So that's the one issue. But the other thing though is that um, for a beginner bakery loverish person, in other words, someone who's never really gotten to this level of food, there must be a, a certain amount of people who could not appreciate it. For example, if I've never drunk red wine before, I'm drinking the first time. All I feel is just that overall flavor. I don't mm. even know the small notes and everything. Would you say in bakehouse or bakery in general, is there an, a beginner, then you get into this? Like, for example, I feel if I go straight into the strawberry Danish, that's way too many things happening. <laughs> Where I'm just yeah. like, oh, I, I, strawberry, I know that one. Everything else is just sugar to me. Yeah. But if I start off with something like the egg tart, I'm like, okay, this I can work with. And then I get used to it, then I go with the next one. Yeah. All right. I, I suppose I think from the bread perspective, mm. uh, it depends on what you've been, what you grew up uh, eating. But a lot of the there's some pretty industrial strength Hong Kong white bread. Oh yeah, mm. oh yeah. Have every yeah. every cha cha thing. <laughs> yeah, their white bread is white. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bright. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bright, buddy. And uh, so I think you can pretty much go into any of the any of the other breads that we have, but. If you, Start with a baguette or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 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 gradient of change is just enormous from the heavily industrialized into um, a baguette, or you start getting into sourdoughs. And but have like you that. had like? Because okay, this is my take. I I say this because I I really do enjoy bakehouse. I'm not saying because they're here, mm. and I found that my growth was from obviously the egg tart because that was the beginning because that's what everyone's talking about but I felt that the beginning one was the croissant just to learn that bread doesn't have to be the typical soggy bread yeah. that you have all these different layers it's crunchy this and everything and then going from there to the sourdough bread and then the brioche simply because like again a person who grew up with let's say at best wheat bread from garden mm. to you know what you have there it's way too big of a jump where I'm just confused. I'm like, why is it crunchy? Why is it this? Why is it that? There's too many things. And that's what I find in Hong Kong that a lot of people are, they see it and we're so used to like, well, bread is bread. I mean, what do I care? Well, some people, um, I've certainly heard, heard the feedback given, oh, this bread tastes like acid. <laughs> huh. Sourdough? Yeah, right, sour. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, that's actually true. I mean, 
because I guess I that's know. a local kind of like because well, we're not used to it, that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's it's fundamentally foreign. To Correct, people, exactly. To, to people because so sourness, is. especially in the bread, you're like, this must not yeah, be good. Yeah, that doesn't this make must sense. Done bad. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like the kid with drinking beer going like, the hell am I drinking? This is crazy. <laughs> but um, you're sitting there ordering sour dough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're exactly. saying the words. Um, yeah, yeah. So going back to Actar, uh, uh, so you say bestseller. How many on like volume? You think? Oh, I couldn't say. You know, yeah. a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Is yeah. it in like hundreds of thousands? That's, that's the competitor a lot. That's a next lot of door is listening right yeah. now. Vision <laughs> Bakery, you Fine. have nothing on it. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, they can look. You can go down. You can stare in the window. Press your no- nose yeah. up against the window. And yeah. I mean, yeah. You can just do it. Get, your, get, yeah. your, get your stopwatch out. I will do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Fine. Okay. So second question: What is your what what do you think is very underrated? The people go like. You're like, uh, how are people not appreciating this more? Oof. It's going to get more difficult. I, you know, I, I, the third question I, I think I would know this one okay. just from a just from a yeah. viewer point of view. The the ham and cheese croissants. Oh, yeah. I feel that's not going to me because, and this is me thinking as well. Yeah, I'm because like, people have taste. They don't even want to eat ham. That's well, number one, that. Okay, yes, Mo, you know the taste of that, <laughs> right? So this is the thing. Because I'm looking, I'm like, the, the famous one's a croissant. And you're putting ham and cheese. Two items I can easily buy. On my own, <laughs> and I'm like, doing that. I'm like, yeah. what's so special? Because like, I think this, like, it doesn't tell me anything about the ham or the cheese. There's no sp- specific explanation. Like, is that particular special cheese, special mm-hmm. ham? And I'm like, why would I just get that added on? I want to eat yeah. the croissant. Have and you had I, it yet? The ham and cheese one? I've had it once, and I was like, okay, this is all right. But it's not like, whoa, this changes the game completely, buddy. Oh, my God, I've been missing out. I'm just like, this was ham and cheese and my croissant. I get it. But, yeah, my no, question yeah. is more like, what do you think is underrated? Like, you think should go more. Um, there's a apple pie cookie. Apple oh, pie I, cookie. You know what? Every day I see I've it. I've never, I've never even. Yeah, yeah I don't think it. I spotted it. It's so you think it's like underrated. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. okay. It's, apple, it's it's a sleeper. That's happening. It's tonight. a sleep. That's <laughs> it. That, yeah. Okay. So the third question, which is the most difficult one, what do you hope as just like fan of the brand that you're like, we maybe we shouldn't do that. It's almost like you know, okay, in our world, that's kind of like a hack, right? You know it works, but you're like, ah. You know it works, but yeah. you're like, oh, I wish we don't. I don't know. I don't know yet. It's probably too early to to, to <laughs> have one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah? Next time. <laughs> <laughs> I will follow up with you in like a month. Oh. You're like, have oh. you made up your mind? Yeah. What yeah, do you yeah. think should go? <laughs> we, uh, we'll just record that conversation on phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something? We from- have just delisted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Is there something that you personally wouldn't eat from from the big house offerings? Not yet. Not so you just eat everything? Yeah, yeah. Everything's been... Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, what do you hope to add to the, to the lineup? Yeah, what's the one thing from Melbourne you're missing that you want to put into that many? Don't say marmalade. You shit. Can, yeah, you, Vegemite. You mean Vegemite? Vegemite, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the no, Vegemite. Yeah, Vegemite. Marmalade's pretty yeah. good, dude. Marmalade's yeah, Marmalade's good. good. Yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. <laughs> the Vegemite scroll. <laughs> <laughs> and watch Bakehouse just... Yeah, add. just... Exactly. The line just fades Implode. away. Implode. <laughs> <laughs> because the MD wants <laughs> to eat home. Exactly, yeah. Everyone's like, where's the vegetables? They're like, no, it's the veg... Ah, oh, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm so early in the journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you add would you add pizza to the like give take your uh, pizza you'd experience? Never, you'd never say never, would you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, my job is to ask the difficult questions, okay? Yeah. Not to ask you the questions you want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of pizza experience. It seems to me that that makes sense. Right. Well, yeah. One thing I do want to know. Now, as comedians, we always get that expectation whenever you do family visits or whatever, they're like, ah, oh, what's the new joke? What are you bringing us? Like, now, yeah. has it come to a point in your life? Because your family now must know the FMBU. And so everywhere you go, are you limited? Like, even though your friends are like, I actually like that place. You're like, I, I can't. I, I cannot be seen. I, I cannot be holding that bag. Like in Hong Kong or uh, when I go back in, home to... Let's go Hong Kong. Because overseas, I think you get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, Over here, like, do you miss other bakeries? And are you afraid one day to be found you know, by the paparazzi? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, look at him having an egg muffin. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think part of my job, and uh, certainly when I was doing pizza, was eat a lot of pizza. You know, mm. eat as much of the competition and understand what's going on. Yeah. So... I'm fine walking into any bakery, ordering anything. I had a really bad chicken pie the other day from 
I can't even think which which bakery it was. Just some random mom oh, and pop bakery. Was Man. it was it a place that rhymes with Pardon Pfizer? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, really local. Yeah. Because okay. trying to understand. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to understand what because um, it's foreign for me. Yeah. But uh, so let me guess. The chicken pie that you had was the insides two small pieces of chicken, a lot of mushroom. Some of cream of mushroom soup kind of cream oh, thing. Oh, no, it wasn't the cream. It was a darker sort of uh, oh, I think creamy I know which one. Oh, the rectangular one? Oh, it's it's a, it dark? I think it's a pie. chain. It's the one yeah. that like the chain with like yellow sign. Oh, the one that sells that there. Like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the pie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, think I that's where you went because th- those are the, had so. the worst like chicken yeah, yeah. pies I've yeah, ever yeah. had in my entire so life. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get through all of it. Yeah, no, I used to live next to one in TST. And I just food. Yeah, well, not even because they're closed at like 4 p.m. It was just like I would rush to the office in the morning. I was working in the office. And I always just fall for it. I'm like, fuck, I don't have breakfast. And then I just grab one and it's always bad. And I yeah. just wouldn't learn my lesson. But yeah, I go to... I remember the first time I came to Hong Kong. I Brian had, Tart, um, I think is the name tu- of the- uh, I had tuna bread. You know where they bake, bake the bread Ooh, and me- the tuna's kind of inside, on the inside? Yeah, with a lump of yeah. mayonnaise tuna. Oh, yeah. What the bloody hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> and it was a happy mixture. Of, the bread was just super sweet, but it was like yeah. a, a it was like yeah. a little dumpling, wasn't it? It was like a bread dumpling. Oh, well, bloody hell, this is a bit different. Have uh, you ever thought of guerrilla tactics of literally standing outside other bakeries and just like giving out egg tarts? <laughs> and it's like really where's, like, where's the upside in that that's true actually yeah I think at this point I, I don't feel Bakehouse's brand needs that kind of guerrilla marketing not yet yeah, no. not, <laughs> hopefully never uh, you'll never need to get one there one last question what do you hope to improve in the Bakehouse experience for a customer from a customer's perspective from a customer's perspective um, I bet you can be self-service checkout <laughs> like yeah. look I, I, I love I love that there's a queue there sure um, yeah uh, that's a good problem to have. That's I don't yeah, know. yeah yeah yeah. But um, it'd be great to shrink the queue, uh, speed up the the service a little bit. Speed up the service. And how do you, as as a manager, how do you plan to achieve that? Uh, Is it just like training people to go faster? Is it like bigger who? display? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. I mean, it's too early. I'll give you my take on this. There is a certain joy of having to line up for four to five people in front of you. Yeah, and it gets yeah. your turn and you get yeah. it. You're like, oh, yes, I got it. Yeah. yeah. I think I think tipping points probably, I think 10 is too much. That's too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you love joining, not love, but two to four is perfect. For Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And if you can kind of all day have a queue of four people. Yeah just constantly yeah i think everyone's winning i mean honestly if you that, give me a certain dream. certain quota like let's say a tab mm-hmm. and i could just walk in and like every day i'm allowed let's say 40 dollars tab i will be happy to line up and just fill that line up for <laughs> one slide if i need to you know um i want to i want to have two certain two different t- uh, ways to close because one of them we can close now and one is that i'm gonna give you feedback and you might not like it so <laughs> and then we'll cut it yeah. <laughs> so i could say thank you liam right now uh, or i can tell you what i think you might not like so which oh, one you choose? So basically if people hear this part of the podcast exactly. and it ends that they know that that was a bad question exactly oh yeah, yeah. okay what okay, do you well. think <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was insightful. We definitely learned something that nobody else will ever know about. <laughs> <laughs> so to recap, I started the thing, and then we went <laughs> straight to we this. We went just silence. <laughs> it wasn't your earphones dropping it out. Yeah. It wasn't your podcast <laughs> app just failing. It was us deciding, you know what? I think we want to go straight to the end of the podcast because I feel that's I thought we that. did. We did, yeah. We actually did, yeah. <laughs> uh, however, there is another part of the podcast when we... I think we, we take it one step further. Yes. Uh, which is the Patreon. Patreon.com slash OhoPod. And we're going to have Liam on the Patreon for another 15, 20 minutes when we do a deep dive on one of the topics we talked about in the free episode. Uh, Liam, thank you so much for joining us uh, right. thank on you. Ho Hong Kong. Um, how do people... I was going to say, look, that's how usually how we close, yeah, the close yeah. episode. How do people find you? LinkedIn. And I don't think you have a online strong online presence, right? Uh, yeah, I'm hopeless at it. I don't... Um, I put a time limit on how much time I can... Social media. Uh, social media for yeah. myself. Nice. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn is probably the... <laughs> yeah. The, the, the place, to, place to find me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but do you hang out at one of the big houses? Like, I guess it's only the one sit down is one chai, right? Yeah, only sit down one is one chai. So. And do you go there a lot? I over-index there relative to all of them. 
because uh, I have. Uh, Will you do drop-ins? Will you do like random oh, drop-ins? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll be good. <laughs> you might. Maybe the person in front of you right now is Liam. You have no Hello. idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, do you do you get everything for free? No, I do nah. get a staff discount. Ooh. Really? Yeah. What's how much is your discount? I think it's twenty-five percent. That's pretty good. That's not bad well, at and all. We uh, we are recruiting as well. So. Oh, nice. Oh, there no, you no. go. <laughs> That's one announcement. Uh, what is? What are the requirements? Do they have to be PR? Uh, I don't think so. They need a visa. Need a, need to be legal. Visa, yeah. I mean, you can give them a visa, right? As an employer. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you? What are what are the positions? Certainly, uh, bakers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, jump on the uh, bakehouse website. There and, you go. Um, yeah, we're like all of F and B at the moment. Yeah, yeah. looking for people. Looking for people. Very right. good. Well, there uh, you get baking Hong Kong. Exactly. Twenty five percent discount if you work for them. If not. Just for, for pay full price, whatever. <laughs> I mean, what's the problem over here? Yeah. Uh, Big House is basically a powerhouse of, of Hong Kong bakeries at the moment. Congrats on all the success. Congla- hey, congrats on you. joining them. Yeah. Uh, five weeks in. We'll probably have you back in another year when you have 30 <laughs> fucking branches all over the city. Yeah. Um, Let's hope so. Yeah. You should kill all of these guys on uh, Typing Shannon. Just <laughs> open a big house here. Oh, my goodness. A lot of these it guys are over. just... Yeah, a lot of these guys just like, you know, their parents just give them some money to play with. Yeah, um, yeah, you can tell. So just... Yeah. yeah, my parents didn't give me the money. <laughs> well, that's the mistake, buddy. <laughs> uh, Liam, thank you so much for joining us, man. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank Cheers. you. Brilliant.